of the turn on this is your host erica your ho-host kenria hey y'all killer and today (laughs) we are reading okay so today we're reading this book it's called looking and it is by katrina jackson who Mm -hmm. is just just when i finished this book i was like this is a katrina jackson stan account so she slid in our DMs one day because mm-hmm. we did her book look uh not <laughs> shit looking. Uh, we did her book Welcome to Seaport. Yes, the that was back, awesome. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome and filthy. Yes. And she was like, I would love to hear Karina read. And I we was like, say less, fam. And I'm <laughs> exactly, glad we literally. did. Because we are about to get into an amazing book. So sit back, relax. Get your wine, your weed, and whatever you need. And enjoy! Looking by Katrina Jackson. The hero of the film betrays someone or something? I don't know. Everyone looks the same and I don't really care what's happening. I'm just about to tell them that when Darren lifts the armrest between us and leans into my side. He doesn't need to say anything. I know what his soft breath on my jaw means. His hand nudging my outer thigh. His smile against my earlobe. I scoot closer, turning toward Jordan. The screen casts her profile in shadow and maybe it's my growing infatuation with her or the fact that we're here at her request or because my pussy is already clenching knowing what's coming but I think her beauty is unmatched in that moment. Darren drapes his body casually around my back. He sometimes holds me like this in bed. Falling asleep like this is a top-tier perk of spending more than a decade with someone who loves all kinds of physical intimacy, but I'm anything but tired. The frustrated desire this movie had almost killed stretches his limbs. It might be my imagination, because this movie is loud as fuck. But I swear I can hear Darren's belt buckle and zipper come undone. The back of his hand brushing against my ass as he fishes his dick from his boxers isn't imaginary. I pull my dress up in the back, ready for him. So fucking ready for him. I lift my left leg and whimper when the spongy head of his dick brushes my pussy from the back. He slides between my thighs, grunts into my ear because I'm wet. Bad movie and all. I'm still wet. Darren rubs the length of his shaft between my lips, lubricating himself and bumping up against my clit until I'm wetter than before and we're both breathing heavily. Something explodes on screen just as he pushes inside of me and I cry out gratefully. I open my eyes quickly and look down at the theater trying to see if anyone heard me or turned our way, but so far as I can tell, we're still in the clear. But then I look at Jordan and see her watching us. She's holding her bag of popcorn in her lap and pops a few kernels into her mouth and chews, the curve of a smile on her face. Darren starts to move inside of me. I love this angle on the best of days, but this experience makes an old favorite feel brand new. 
It's the sound of the movie, knowing that we can't get too wild or loud or else we'll draw someone's unwanted attention or that we're one trip to the bathroom or turned head away from being discovered. All of it drives me to a shuddering orgasm with only a few deep strokes. I reach back to cup Darren's head and he stills inside of me while I pulse around him with my eyes shut. Okay, he whispers. I just need a second, I breathe. We both feel Jordan move. When I open my eyes, she's lifted the armrest between us and she's scooting closer. I hold my breath, but Darren is panting against my ear. He leans toward me and presses a gentle kiss against my lips. It's lovely and full of emotion, at least on my end. Thank God her mouth is there to muffle my scream when I feel her fingers against my clit. And all hell breaks Molly loose. We're just careful enough after that not to draw attention, but to be honest, I don't think any of us gives a shit about getting caught since we don't stop fucking and touching and kissing and licking one another. Darren's fucking me faster, harder. Jordan's fingers are slippery with my first release. Sometimes she replaces her fingers on my lips with the heel of her palm on my clit. When she does that, Darren lets out a wheezy grunt as her fingers caress the base of his shaft. I feel Darren's free hand snake around my body. I don't know what he's up to until Jordan laughs against my lips and breaks our kiss. She replaces her mouth with her bare breast that Darren has pulled free. There's no careful preparation, no time to consider what I think about this first time I felt another woman's nipple against my lips as an adult. There's no time for me to overthink this moment. There's only time to explore the ridge contours of her nipple with my tongue, to feel her areola against my lips, and to experience the way she shudders when I suck the hard nub into my mouth for definitely not the last time. Jordan sighs and then Darren grunts. I can hear them kissing but can't quite find the right angle in the dark theater to see it. If I have any complaints, that's the only one. I want to see and feel and hear everything, but I can't. Next time, I promise myself. And then I clench around Darren's shaft, coming again, using Jordan's breast to muffle the sound of my scream. Darren groans against her lips and I feel her wet hand grip the base of his shaft as he releases deep inside me. When he's finished, Jordan's hand smooths over my pussy. I jump and tighten around Darren as she grazes my clit. He groans tiredly, a little louder than necessary. We all turn toward the theater to check that we haven't been spotted. When I look back at Jordan, she's slipping her wet fingers into her mouth. God, I groan. Told you, Darren whispers, easing his dick out of me. We get ourselves together, kind of. I wish I brought a pair of underwear for the aftermath. It's a very strange feeling to worry if my husband's cum will seep out of me and run down my legs as soon as I stand up. Well, that was fun, Jordan says. This movie is bad, so I'm a dip. I'll call you two tomorrow. I nod slowly. Text us when you get home, Darren says. Thank the Lord for his ability to be ever responsible. Jordan leans over and kisses him briefly on the lips, of course. And then she kisses me. Was it good? I laugh. Amazing. And she kisses me again. 
And then she's bouncing up from her seat, the bag of popcorn and drink I'd honestly forgotten she had in one hand and her purse in the other, throwing it over her shoulder. We watch her with heaving chest. She stole your red vines, Darren says when she's gone. <sighs> she earned them, I say. We both laugh. Shh. Someone crawls across the theater. We laugh harder. So, this book Yo. was, I read it, oh, <laughs> let's give, the, I'm about to jump in. Okay, let's give the oh, synopsis. Right. <laughs> so, there's this couple, Darren and Nadia, they are just the cutest fucking couple. They were married, uh, a, one of their good married friends hit them with the, hey, y'all, we divorcing, and it caused them to re-examine their marriage. And they decided, look, we're good, but we should go to therapy. Mm -hmm. They go to therapy and in therapy, they realize we're bored. Let's spice things up a bit. Let's get a girlfriend. So this story is about them looking. and their process of finding. What you looking for a girlfriend. Yeah. Looking for a girlfriend. Yeah. <sighs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It was well written. I so it took Kimberly what two days to read this book. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was like a full two days. Like I started before bed and like <laughs> finished the next afternoon or something stupid. <laughs> it took me a little longer, primarily because I was the master debater of this book. Yeah, if I'd had energy, it was like. <laughs> Every fucking scene, I was like, "Well, about to Time go to the end." Yep. Paul's about to get hairy. <laughs> it was, I yeah. was rubbing one out every fucking scene. Katrina, yeah. you are fucking master. fucking disgusting and delightful. Like sometimes all in the same one. Yo, like sometimes we have books and it's hard to like to find a good scene like the book is great right but there's not a ton of sex in it but you know with this one it was like which one do we choose <laughs> there are Girl. so many <laughs> and she writes she not only writes the sex well but she writes like the anticipation mm -hmm. and like the the hormones coursing through your body and just Girl. Yeah. Even she wrote a fucking hand job great. Yeah. I was I don't just like those. I don't either, but I was like, God damn, this bitch <laughs> is just this bitch. Oh, okay. So a little bit more about the story. So Katrina has a Patreon. So right now this book is only available to our Patreon subscribers. We'll make sure we include that in there. At some point, she will be releasing this to the general public. Mm -hmm. But y'all <laughs> support a black writer, support a black writer and support your, your regions. Cause I tell you, <laughs> you're not goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. Like, <laughs> I can't get past how fucking good yeah. the scenes were. And also like she did a great, so this is one of those books where it's written from everybody's perspective. Mm -hmm. She did a really good job of getting in everyone's head. 
without making it seem like this like oh crazy fraud you know mm. kind of thing but like just <sighs> <laughs> Erica's that emotion is like stuff. the mind blown emoji that final scene oh yeah oh my gosh it was just it was just it was and that was like I wasn't I expecting that I was like oh we get another <laughs> yeah it was great it was delightful so um yeah it was great okay so like we said this was a couple they had been together since they were in college and one of the things I think that we forget is that you grow. You're never going to be the same person Hopefully. in a relationship. And it is important for you to remember that like, yo, we're changing and we need to learn how to how to love and operate and have a life and parent and all this with this changed person. So I think it was really dope that they were like, Oh shit, we need therapy to just kind of make sure we're still on the same, you know, on the same page. And they went to therapy while they were healthy. I would say it was a very healthy decision that they made, right? And they didn't wait until shit had devolved. Like I think a lot of times, yeah, things have gotten to the point where it feels like there's that is the only effort, you know, only thing that you have, the only option that you have. And they were like, we should do this preemptively. And I thought that was so great. And um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of thought in the book from primarily Nadia, but I think Darren did it a little bit more, a little bit too, about like, I'm not the same person I was when I was younger. And I am dealing with that part of me you know like dealing with the change the grown and changed person mm-hmm. and also recognizing that like what goes what's good at some point in your relationship ain't always gonna be good like yeah them finding a girlfriend ain't always gonna be good but i mean it wouldn't have always been a good place for them a good thing yeah. for their relationship but it was a step that was natural at that point mm-hmm. which really goes to that point uh, you know that your relationship is what you make it, right? Like, yes, you got to build the book, thing that works for you. This book was a love letter to that, yeah. that idea. That is what you make it. Um, I'm going to jump ahead just a little bit, but I thought that it was very, um, like they were committed to like having a girlfriend, <laughs> like we're going to have a girlfriend. We're going to incorporate her in our lives. Our lives, live, lives, lives. Is, yes, lives. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna incorporate her in our lives, and I just thought, like, wow, like y'all are really adults. Because I will say, it takes a certain someone to be like, a certain you know fortitude to be like, no, this is what the fuck works for me and my family. Mm-hmm. So we gonna make it work. Because even as they were like. Uh, dating they started like having like dreams of like oh all three of us and us and the boys and all of that and i was like whoa this is like so one thing we haven't mentioned is that they had two children yes um and yeah there was a lot of 
I like that that was like a part of the consideration was like, we have kids and how do we introduce this change in our lives to our children? And well, I don't want to give too much away, but like th- that was a part of the story. But yeah, they were very committed and they went through like a process together. Like it, I think the book opens with them swiping, looking mm-hmm. for somebody. It's like even just that fucking scene yeah. just drew me in. Like, yeah, we're gonna have Katrina on this show, and I'm gonna smack. She had, she's lucky we not in person because I'm gonna smack her. <laughs> I would have smacked her, be like, bitch, why are you writing like this? Yeah, it's funny, and I think she appreciate it. Um, so you know, oh, we're we gonna say, I was gonna say that Nadia was really to me like the driving force of making this actually happen because like Darren kept having these like guilty moments like I feel like I'm cheating on my wife and she was like nigga I'm on the phone (laughs) well and the thing is also I think Darren if they didn't take this step Darren would have been a nigga like unhappily unhappy not not unhappy but you know like he would have locked himself in this is what our relationship is I love my wife I'm not gonna you know like Mm. He would have been in like happiness level like one B, <laughs> where now he had like happiness happiness level one A mm. because he you know yeah. like actually followed his wives his wife's like ideas. Mm-hmm. So you get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, like she unlocked what they needed, and he would have never brought it up because that's he a lot. His wife yeah, and his family and respect and da da da. Exactly, and he was really stuck <sighs> so, in that. Okay, so first, I apologize. I'm letting my hair grow out, and so I definitely feel like Moise's daddy. <laughs> Frank! Yeah, I feel like Frank. You do not you. look like Frank. Because I got to, like, I got, like, the black man box. Like, no, you this don't. is the, like, it's this actually is the, cute. This is the I'm old and I still have my hairline <laughs> box that black, old black men do. <laughs> when they got their hairline, and like, I'm a flat, I'm stun on these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> They do this. <laughs> the, what's the plan? You growing it out for what? Uh, so I don't know. I, so I'm gonna. I definitely want this grown out. This is gonna kind of come down, mm. and you know I want like the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I want to color, but I'm not sure. Your hair hasn't been holding color for a while, right? It hasn't been holding color, but I don't think I was like I wasn't using. I was just like washing my hair with like. Like, like swap. So you need to be taking better care of your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So them and the whole uh, fuck what y'all think. I'm going to do what I want Mm. thing. It brought up something that I'm dealing with right now. So, you know, I'm on the apps. You know, I'm trying to date. Mm -hmm. So I changed my profile. First, it was like accepting men only, right? So now I open it up to non-binary folk, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I could be with a female presenting person, mm. like a feminine presenting person. Female presenting, feminine presenting. You know what yeah. I'm saying, right? And I'm trying not to be uh, not outrageous, I'm not trying to be offensive. Other O word, not trying to be offensive as I describe it. Yeah, I don't, I just, and the fact that it, the fact that I'm like dealing with this, 
has me wondering, am I dealing with this because like I care about folks, you know, Mm. I care about like being with a male presenting person or is it just that like, just, I just don't get my rocks from a female presenting person. When I do kind of, because I have sex I'm going to say you eat pussy, so... I mean, you gotta put it like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I do. No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just trying to. I, yeah, talk to me about it. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. Hmm. And like the fact that I was hesitant, like makes me like bothers me. Hmm. You know. So I don't know. Also, this person wasn't the hottest. So maybe if they were hotter, I'd like be, you know, but like just the fact that I was just like, hmm, didn't think about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can do this. Has me like wondering like, what the fuck, what the fuck is going on with me? What am I doing? You know? Well, I mean, I don't know. We want to be with the people who we're attracted to, right? Maybe this is a therapy conversation to kind of get at if it's is it just the that person you're not attracted to? Is it female presenting folks who you're not attracted to? Or is it, I don't know. I mean, we've talked before about like and your they dis- have long hair. <laughs> what is t- <laughs> So you just don't like people with long hair? <laughs> no niggas with cornrows? No, no. I swiped on a nigga with locks and it was like, <laughs> okay, Erica. <laughs> yeah, locks be upgrading niggas though. Cause sometimes you'll see somebody without their locks and be like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, it's like a fucking beard. Beards. Yeah. Beards. If I see a guy and he has like one picture with like no beard or a short beard, I'm like, nope, because there's a possibility that you, that you may go that back there long. and I'm going to be up fucking sad. Yeah. I'm going to be like, bruh. I remember way I'll back like, it was some dude who I I'll be like, put this on your face so you can have sex. <laughs> I think just keep little, I think we talked about this. Cause it was also on um Shit's Creek where it was chick was was dating a dude and he had a beard and then he cut it off and she was like, What the fuck? Who are you? Yeah, you, you told me. <laughs> yeah. Give him a little Merkins. Are Merkins just for like I mean, yeah. Usually stuff. it's it's I mean for yeah, to cover your vulva. It's a fa- like a little vulva wig. Um <laughs> But you know what? My partner did tell me that they have fake beards. Fuck yeah, they're like lace fronts. Oh my god. I don't understand. Yeah. See, and that's this is like like it's like okay, so you fuck with a dude who got a weak ass chin or a person with a weak chin. Who has a beard? And then and what if you have little, a baby with little, them? And then your baby, I don't have no chin. Then you got a little weak chin baby. It's like fucking or, with a Kardashian. Or, what is your kid gonna look like? Mm-hmm. Or they don't have no lips, oh. and they, you can't tell because they have on, they have on a beard because they wear their no. beard. <laughs> also, I mean, you would feel that when you kiss them, but ugh. this is like a little slit in the room. Um. <laughs> So, uh, you know what? So, my therapist, our new therapist, our new therapist, yes, our new therapist, 
Uh, one, she's making me come weekly. Mm-hmm. Me too. So we can get to know each mm-hmm. other. I'm like, girl, every week. <laughs> but it's been good. It's been fine. Because <gasps> you guys missed it. Poops passed away. Oh, yeah. Our studio dog. Yeah. He passed away over the holiday right before Christmas. He did. They had to put him down. It was a very sad situation. But yeah. a bitch is strong. And brothers thinking about getting a dog, a little tiny dog. Yeah, so there'll be a little, and like, it's going to be his dog, but I've definitely been like, look at this. Don't you want to go see this one today? What about this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, my child is going to be trying to uh, commandeer a little dog, Lord. And that is fine. That is fine. (laughs) Um, So, um, oh, so seeing the new therapist and one of the things she told me to do because I'm dealing with my raisin titty mm-hmm. and um, and so she's like find a body part that you love and stare at it in the mirror mm. and so it's been my lips because mm. not everyone is blessed to have it's them. true it's true <laughs> shit I grew okay. up my whole life being envious so there's a I call them the Rankin lips. It's a very specific lip that my whole family has, and I don't have them. And I oh. like my lips. They're fine. But them Rankin lips, they just, they're beautiful. They're just big and juicy, and I don't have them. <laughs> I've, so we I have covet. the Easter eyebrows. Mm. Everybody got Y'all like, sure do. thick ass. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got a thick ass eyebrow. We had a family... Um, a family, I guess it was Zoom, but it was on like Facebook or some shit. We did a family group chat mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. And it was just like <laughs> ding, 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 in every fucking frame. And it was like, and for the women, it was like just really defined. Right. You know, like in the 90s, my shit was like so not in in fashion. But now Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what everybody right. be trying to get to mm-hmm. bitches do it right <laughs> okay um so went to therapy when they're healthy recognize that they grown have grown and wanted to try something new uh they were such a cute couple yeah. and not in like an annoying cheesy way but just in a we love and support you know we need more books like that like this with like what like very more loving mar- like married couples loving married couples that isn't that aren't like huge sweeping you know declarations like you could just tell that they loved each other in like the simplicity and the thoughtfulness yeah like even though that the scene where um he called her he told her to like he told Darren told Nadia sorry I keep forgetting the name so I'm looking at Darren told Nadia stay home from work Mm. today Mm -hmm. and then he like ordered her favorite breakfast like so simple Mm -hmm. but such a loving act yeah you know it's just oh they were so disgustingly cute and like the most healthy oh I want some of that kind of way Mm. yeah you know, hashtag couple goals, except we don't like saying. I'm going to say, I don't like that, but I'm, of course, I'm sitting over here reminiscing about <laughs> nice things. <laughs> Aww. 
Yeah. That's so sweet. Like my partner has been trying to buy his leased car for weeks. And it's, they've been giving him the runaround. It's like he's trying to give them money and they just making things difficult. And one day he went to two dealerships and a bank. Literally hours spent doing this. Didn't get to eat. Oh, no. First, he had to go see a client who was 45 minutes late. Then he had to go do all of that. And he hadn't eaten after he finished all of that. So by the time he got home, I had ordered him lunch so that when he got home, he would actually have something to eat as soon as he got there, his favorite meal to his door. Because these are the things we do when we care about. That's so sweet. Well, I'm looking. Please, Lord, you've seen, I've seen what you've done for others. <laughs> Please do that for mm-hmm. me. Amen. Amen. Ashe. Abdullah. Okay. Ablangata. <laughs> okay. Um, so at one point in the story, okay, I'm jumping ahead. Okay. So at one point in the story, Jordan lashes out at Darren. I won't give too many details, oh, yeah. but she lashes out at Darren. And there were so many layers to it, but so many like when she later explained, he was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, you know, like I've seen it. I've done it. It made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much coming from a place of he was genuinely trying to be helpful, but it was her feelings of inadequacy and embarrassment mm-hmm. that caused her to lash out at him. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think like, oh, I, I've totally, totally been in that situation. I remember I was dating this guy and this was like, I think this was when I was making like $2,700 a week, a month. I mean, $2,700, 27000 Put another zero over that, Erica. <laughs> a year. <laughs> $27,000 a year getting paid once a month. Mm. That's what it was. Oh, I know where oh. you were working. <laughs> Ooh, child, I was like, uh, struggling and surviving. Jesus on a good life. Good times. Yep. <laughs> So that was that was where I was. And I remember I was dating this guy and he would always come pick me up. And this particular day he was like, I, I, you know, super busy, can't come, can't pick you up. Just come to my house and I'll reimburse you for the cab. Like, cause he lived in one of those like high rises. So, you know, it wasn't like, and this was before this Uber. Was, I wasn't in the cover wagon, but it was definitely before Uber. Mm-hmm. So it just, I needed to pay this motherfucker when I got it. So I feel so inadequate because mm-hmm. I was like, you don't even recognize it. Like, I even got it to get to your place mm-hmm. to like pay this man to get the money back from you when I mm-hmm. get upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, you know, he's like, just come over. I'll, you know, pay you back. Da, da, da. And I'm like, lashed out, picked a fight. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So then he does his thing. He comes to pick me up. No, he's like, I'm coming over there because I don't know what the, like, this shit came out of nowhere. I'm coming over there. What the fuck happened? So he comes over. You know, I'm still like, I'm a bitch. You're an asshole. And so we get to the bottom of it. 
And he was like, what? And he writes me a $500 check on the spot because he's just like, bitch, you need like, to how have about some money you in your pocket? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I was just like, thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Choked your damn still. But it definitely reminded me of that situation. And it's tough, especially when you're like used to have, you know, handling it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Projecting is uh a thing that we sometimes do when we don't mean to. Um, even with small stuff. I'm I'm struggling to think of a time I've done that in a romantic relationship, although I'm certain that I have. Um, but I just, I did it a couple of days ago with a friend. She's going through some stuff and I reached out and was like, what can I do for you today? And she didn't answer. And then when I text her, we were texting later and I asked again and she didn't answer. I'll text her back and I say, yo, <laughs> Look, right. I was like, listen. I noticed that you ignored me both times when I asked how I could help, but I'm really serious about helping. What can I do? And she was like, I'm sorry. The first time I didn't see it. The second time I was trying to hurry up and finish washing dishes. I wasn't ignoring it. And I was like, I'm sorry. She's like, why? I was like, because I'm projecting. I was like, I have some friends who I have been trying to help and they basically keep being like you got enough of your own shit going on you can't help me and I was like and that actually really bothers me (laughs) I was like so I was projecting on you that you were doing the same thing that has been going on and it's obviously bothering me and I'm really sorry and then I gave her some concrete suggestions on things I could do to help rather than expecting her to tell me what she can do which is also a thing that bothers me you um, are just like such a fucking adult. I don't know how I ended up with you as a fucking best friend because I just flop out and <laughs> I'm just trying to be good to people. And yeah, also I get I get a lot of joy from helping the people who I care about. Yeah, a lot. I'm realizing as I really pare down what I'm able like you know, what I do in a day. So it means a lot to me when some of that thing that I do can be for somebody else. And so when folks are like, nah, you got too much. I'm like, I wouldn't offer if I didn't mean it. Give me something to do to keep my mind off of all the much that I have to do. Yeah, it just brings me a lot of joy. But anyway, all that to say, I projected (laughs) and came in hot when I did not need to. Yeah, I'm like you was ignoring me. (laughs) Yeah, I come in hot. I definitely come in hot. Uh, I shit. My ex husband could probably give you a million (laughs) motherfucking situations where I came. Like I recognize that I was not always. I should have recognized that I'm still not always. You know, but but, uh, yeah, I definitely have come in hot per se on some shit, knowing good and well. As my greenies say, loud and wrong, loud and wrong. <laughs> it's a thing that we all are sometimes. One thing that was interesting to me, now that you bring up the conflict, though, is that, you know, in a lot of, like, romances, the conflict feels a bit 
not manufactured, but like if y'all had a cell phone, this shit would be yeah, three seconds like or like yeah. Mm-hmm. But this felt like a like a genuine, deeply felt like thing that she was dealing with. Like it felt earned, and it felt true but to her also, character. Because Katrina's such a good writer, she set us up for mm-hmm. it. Not even realizing that we were, you know, like she set us up for it, not even thinking that we were being set up. But then when you're like, oh, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, so yeah, it was, which is good. Yeah. yeah. And then they resolve it like adults. They resolve it like adults. And how do they resolve it? They run into each other. So, yeah, randomly. What happened? So, like, they like, lose touch and then they like randomly like run into each other which you think about it it's hard to lose people but at the same time easy to lose people you know like just think about living here in the dc area your partner lived literally around the corner from you and you had never seen him ever in your entire life I remember I ghosted a nigga that lived around lived around the corner. I still ain't seen that nigga. Except one day I was walking down the street and heard a horn honk and I was like, hmm. Could be him. Could it be? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So it's easy but difficult. At I'm the about same to say, time. but then you got like African Santa coming up to me and grabbing my hand in the middle of Safeway <laughs> after I disappeared on him. So who was again? I will, every time we mention, I will mention that he was Snow Beast, meaning you weren't sure if it was a coat yeah. or his body. That was a thing, but that was not the thing. The thing was that this nigga was talking about how I was going to give him beautiful black babies the first time we talked on the phone. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like men. I think I deleted the damn thread. I feel like men um they do this thing especially in dating apps like where they talk and they try to be deep or like they try to be doing too oh, much God. and you'd be like bruh <laughs> like shut the fuck up okay so I'm about to I'm about to like so the nigga, so we match. Yes, share, yes. Let me get my, my dragon fruit smoothie. <laughs> Good morning, Erica, and happy new year. Looking through your profile, you seem eclectic and pers- purposeful. Shut up, nigga. What part of your life are you most interested in growing in 2022? And is that part different than most, than the most exciting part of your life? What? <laughs> oh. Did you just and say, just like, What? <laughs> so you know me i'm trying i'm trying right Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what he didn't respond because i i realized i didn't have a full body pick so i put a full body pick and then when i put a full body pick i kept getting like a Mm. girl yes i was like you know (laughs) so let's roll with it so i'm not sure what we i responded like oh i have a lot going on there you know got a lot happening hopeful about the new year and so then I try to like change it up 
And I'm like, so what's making you happy these days? Because I just want to like, no, I said, what's bringing you joy these days? Because mm-hmm. I want to keep it light. Like, I, I want to keep it light. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm always joyful. The joy has never left me. Oh, God. I said, okay, well, what's making you happy? The fact that this conversation is going well is making me happy. <laughs> and you had locks. So why the fuck am I doing <laughs> The the I'm the joy has never left me is giving me like I'm blessed vibes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to bless me straight. Exactly. Okay, so then so I have this only because I screenshot this shit and send it to I have a group of girlfriends that were like always this one old nigga matched on me today. And do you know his fucking profile pic was a picture of him with Smokey Robinson? <laughs> He was like, I'm going to flex on these hoes with Smokey. It was the worst. Okay. So, my response. So, this is my response. Like, after we're like, this nigga's just like, uh, oh, when he, I said, was making you happy? He said, I'm happy this banter is positive that we are crafting together. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So, I said, look, I said, so I'm not sure how to put this without it sounding shallow. So I guess it is eye roll emoji. But typically when I initially match with someone, we get some sort of rapport before we jump in with the big questions. Right off the bat, it feels like an interview. You're probably a great guy, but this line of questioning feels like a lot before I'm sure there's even a spark. Mm. Are you proud of me? Yeah, that's very honest. What did he say back? And or so did then he like, un- un- match after that? So then he's like, um... Well, you can control the conversation. Wait, what did he say? Hold on, because this month I'm I'm gonna see if I can find it. I think I I think I deleted it. Cause yeah, I deleted it. Yeah, I deleted it. But it was something along the lines of like he was like, "Well, you can lead the conversation. You can try you you." And I'm like, "Bro, I tried when I asked you what the fuck's bringing you joy. Like you could have said, hey, I want some new sneakers or.'" The sun is shining. Something, motherfucker. Like, you know, everything ain't gotta be deep. God damn. Especially, and the thing is, as you all can tell, listeners, I talk. If we hit it off, nigga, you're gonna hear all my hopes and dreams. You're gonna hear about the one time (laughs) in seventh grade I scratched my knee at the fucking friendship dance. Cause my pants, they were the jeans with the suede, but then the suede and then, anyway. Mm. You're going to get all of that, right? But God damn, like off the bat, like fuck, like <laughs> nigga. It just, oh. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It will, it, and it's I, like, I don't know, for me, it's not, uh, it just feels fake and forced. Yeah. And if that's who you are, then great. But that's not who I need to be with. Yeah. Like, I need to coon with you just a little bit before we... I need some key keys before we, like, start jumping into the what are your fucking well, hopes and dreams. Because you want to know that it's somebody who you can key with, right? Like, this is... Now's the time to be dazzling. It's just like, bro, like, you ain't got to do all that. And the entire time he's, like, doing this, all I'm thinking is, like, in front of my salad... <laughs> Like in front of my fucking salad. Like I don't know why that was in my brain, but it's like 
Nigga, you doing all this. Like, just chill. Yeah. Tranquilo, tranquilo. That's what my brother say when I start. <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I start coming in hot, he was like, tranquilo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, damn, how do we... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, yeah. So, um, oh, lost, lost and found niggas. Ugh. Okay, wait, lost and found niggas. Yeah, African Santa. Oh God, yeah, not being able to shake. (laughs) Yeah, being able to shake niggas. Yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, I just. With a dating thing, it's just like, dog, like, just be yourself. And you know what? Maybe he was being himself. And then and that just means that his starts, stuff is not for you. Exactly. But then this starts me down this rabbit hole because they had locks. And I told you, I don't like people with long hair. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> fuck. This is what you get for compromising on your I don't want to date mm. niggas with long hair. But then it's like, bitch, chill up. Yeah, chill the fuck out. Like, one person. <laughs> It's not like it's not all the about. people. Exactly. So <laughs> it just it wasn't a, it wasn't a good look. Okay. Another theme um in this story was that like both Darren and Nadia were like really super involved parents and they did it so much so that they like failed to care for themselves. But what I found really interesting was that the other person made sure that the other person was taking care of themselves. Mm. Does it make sense? I think so. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It's part of those like sweet little things that, that mm. the couple did for one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last thing. Part of what made these sex scenes fucking hot were how Katrina made it so that Jordan fueled Nadia's hunger for Darren or Jordan Mm -hmm. fueled Mm -hmm. Darren's hunger for Nadia. And that was so fucking sexy because they were like, look, I fucks with you hard. And I just saw her and she made me hot and I'm going to fuck with you even harder. Yeah. And think about her and you and how you would enjoy her. And then that makes me even even hornier. Mm -hmm. It was just like this whole like I'm thinking of those like earth circles with the arrows yeah. of just hotness and sexy. Yeah. And she was very intentional about that. Like getting him worked up and then sending him home to his wife when they yeah. were like still in their dating phase before they were like all together or whatever. But even when they were all together because mm-hmm. it was really only one scene where they were all together. Right? See? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the dog. It was good. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and I think, and I think that that's something that's normal and healthy. And I think that couples should stop denying that part of themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like I just think that <sighs> I don't want you fantasizing about like, your school teacher, the your kid's school teacher, why you fucking me? Because you could actually be fucking your kid's school teacher, right? But I don't think that there's anything wrong in recognizing that you're attracted to other people, and maybe that ass make me want to tear up 
that ass a little bit more because I feel like people deny that part of themselves and like the only person I ever want to see and love and fuck is you like mm, you probably had it I mean like that shit don't turn off immediately and like I don't and I'm not making an argument that people can't be monogamous or faithful or anything like that but I am making the argument that like when you get in a relationship, the fucking your eyes don't attraction. Close, you don't exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think if we're all honest about that, then maybe that'll you know throw a little spice in some shit. You might reckon, you might you know be excited about like. I remember I was fucking this guy, and he would always talk about having threesomes. Not always, but you know, like I knew I could make him come when I was like, yeah. Imagine you fucking a chick, you know. <laughs> It's fantasy, y'all. It's okay. I mean, granted, they incorporate a little bit more. <laughs> but, you know, it's fantasy. It's a part of the situation. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's interesting. I'm sitting here trying to think if I've ever fantasized. I don't know if I've ever fantasized about somebody else while I was with somebody. I don't. I do enough for the both of us then. I don't think I have. Huh. I don't think I have. It doesn't mean, though, that I don't find other people attractive or anything like that. It's just not what I'm thinking about when I'm having sex with somebody. Hmm. And that's fine. But yeah, for some people to do, and that's fine. Yeah. As long as we, you know. If you're not acting on it, if that's not what your relationship is, then. Yeah. As long as, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all I got. Word. You got anything else? Just, um, you know, yes, this book is behind a Patreon paywall. Totally fucking worth it. Totally worth it. Um, and y'all know how we feel about supporting uh, Black women and non-binary folk in their work. And so. Do it. Uh, I don't really know what to tell you. It's. It's good. It is so good. <laughs> and not just the sex scenes. Like, Katrina's a wonderful writer. Yes. It's, you know, we we read a lot of books to find books for the show. Fucking on Bernie's bus. I will never get that shit out of my what? head. It is the equivalent of walking in on, like, your parents having sex. You're talking about the first book for the pilot that we scrapped. No, there was a book. I don't even. It was a book, and at some point in the story, these bitches was getting a train run on in, in Bernie <gasps> Sanders' bus. Oh God! Yeah, it was bad. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of stuff don't make it. <laughs> a lot of stuff don't make it. But um, this one was the ones that do, and this one is just from beginning. She's great. I mean, end. we knew she was good with Welcome to Seaport, yeah. but like this, just. It's interesting too because yeah. I see was this a, short? a growth. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I'm like I, I remember she so, said but... she was supposed to be writing shorts, but she kept writing full <laughs> full length projects. Yeah, but yeah, it it was it was fucking yeah, good. really and truly so, worth it. Please support our homegirl. Yeah, she's she's dope, and this book is dope, and yeah, she'll be on next week. We'll see her next week. Yeah, so no. get to all right, y'all. Well, we about to uh. Take a break and then we'll be back with what's turning us on. Dun, dun.
Hey y'all, today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be fun to have your own show like us, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. And Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show gets put online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, literally everything within minutes of finishing and uploading your recording. We use it here for the turn on and I can truly attest to the fact that it's pretty fucking dope. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters like us who are already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Just click the link in our show notes and you'll be able to get your own account set up. And if you sign up for a paid plan, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card and support our show. Let's create something great together. Sign up for Buzzsprout today. Hey, y'all. Okay, y'all. So we're back. And this week, uh, for what's turning us on, um, I don't even know what episode it was. I was talking about how with my disability, I have a little bit harder time with doing a lot of stuff. And one of those things that's a little tougher is sex. And it's mostly because I have to keep my heart rate low. Because when it goes high, things go wonky. And so I'm finding that the position that I'm in can have a huge effect on how much energy I'm expending and how high my heart rate goes. So like when I stand up, my heart rate shoots up and my blood pressure drops down low. Not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so it means that you got to be kind of careful when you're having sex. We like dropping it low. <laughs> just, just not, not blood, blood pressure. Low. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've had this book sitting over here on my bookshelf. I've had this book for literal years. I can't even remember how long ago I bought this book. And it's funny because I was just opening it to look at it before we started talking. And I it was like cracking because I hardly ever open it. But when folks back back when we were in our. I don't know, was it late 20s, early 30s when everybody was getting married? And so a book I used to, you know, how I give books for gifts and I would give folks two books, one for love and one for lust. So the one for love is this love letters book. And the one for lust has always been a copy of the Kama Sutra, usually like a really nice, like beautiful illustrated. Mine is not as beautiful as theirs, but whatever. But so as I've been thinking about ways that I can help keep my shit, my heart rate low, I have been begrudgingly thinking about new positions because we know I have a favorite. <laughs> But that takes so much energy. And so it has forced me to go to the old faithful Kama Sutra to find positions that are better suited for the body that I am currently in. And so I am recommending a thing that is turning me on. Oh, they sucking dick. Uh, <laughs> hey. is that you do some some spring cleaning on your positions, right? We get stuck in... I was going to say that pussy. Uh, well, whatever spring organs you that have. Pussy. <laughs> I say, yeah, that pussy. Yes. So 
we get stuck in in doing things in certain ways because it's the way that we know that we can get off and it's what has worked for us for however long, whether it's with one partner or with all of our partners. Why not look into some new ways that you can get off, whether it's because you need to like me or just because you want to try something new? You might find that there's some shit that you really, really like that you never thought that you should try just by looking in the Kama Sutra. So that's what's turning me on this week. Yay. Well, I like that um, because I feel like we've all I'm I was looking back here because I'm like, you got a copy somewhere. I know I got a copy and it probably came from you. Probably. Here's the problem. So I've been reading somewhere that there's this this group called Room Raiders. Yeah. And they like rate is uh-huh. folks who are rooms. doing um like TV and Zoom yeah. webinars. And I have and a shit. friend who was like these motherfuckers took a point off. And I'm like, okay. But one of the things that they talk about is like, they don't like it when people have their books lined up according to color. And I do. Hold on, let me see. Why not? Why do I don't like that? Because it, I guess they say it means that you're like, that you don't read them or something. But that's bullshit. Because if you remember the cover, then it helps you to I be know- able to find, I know it's a blue book. And the only books that I can find are the books up mm-hmm. there because I know the color of, I know what the, the menu, I know what the cover mm-hmm. looks like and then I know where to go. The rest of these motherfucking <laughs> books, I literally got to be like, right. That's stupid. That's yeah. why my closet is in. So after the last time that the fucking pole fell, when I finally put everything back up. <laughs> oh, shit. It's fallen three times. I'm sorry, YouTubers. <laughs> uh, and it fell again. I don't even know why it fell this time because I replaced it with the metal pole instead of the cheap ass shit that was up there when I moved in. Anyway, yeah. um, but so my clothes are in color order now because it took me like two fucking days <laughs> to do it and get them up there. But it's just so much easier if I know that there's this particular black dress. I want yellow. Uh, yeah, today. like mm-hmm. I can literally just... Go through all the fucking yellow. It's so much easier. People yeah, are wild. Yeah. So anyway. Well, anyway. Come all right, you. y'all. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of The Turn On. Yeah. This is Erica and Kelly, your two favorite hoes, making it clap. Bye. This episode was produced by us, Kenry and Erica, and edited by Ballistic. The theme music is from Brazy. Hit subscribe right now on your favorite podcast app and at youtube.com slash the turn on podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Then follow us on Twitter at the turn on pod and Instagram at the turn on podcast. And you can find links to books, transcripts, guest info, what's turning us on and other fun stuff at the turn on And don't forget to email us at the turn on podcast at gmail.com with your book recommendations and your pressing sex and related questions. And you can support the show by leaving us a five star review, buying some merch or becoming a patron of the show. Just head to the turn on podcast.com to make that happen. Thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Holla.